Hi, I'm Marianne, Prairie Gardens plant expert. There are many things you can be doing in your garden in June. I think the very first one you should consider is to sit down and enjoy your garden. That's such an important thing to do. Sometimes we get way tied up into tweaking this and digging that and pruning and all the other things that we should be doing, but relax and enjoy the garden. Come to Prairie Gardens. We're here to answer all your garden questions and help you create your extraordinary garden today. Located at Springfield and Duncan in Champaign. Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign. Corner of Springfield and Duck. Oh, that's why. <laughs> Dar. You and I traded mics. Is this your first? Here, <laughs> can we trade back now and you can adjust it again? Uh, what? No, it's just all too right. much of musical mics right now. So well, it's we'll all these special guests we have today that are throwing <laughs> you off, right? That's what it is. So good morning. Let me start again. Um, this is Plant Ex- Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live, and we're here at the store. 3000 West Springfield in Champaign. Come on out and join us if you can. Uh, you can also join us by phone at 217-356-9397, or you can text us at 351-5357. Our experts include today Mr. John Weisgarver. Oh, hello. Good morning, John. Let me try you Can again. you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can, Can you, you hear, hear me now? now? And Mr. Steve Brown. Good morning. Good morning. We also have a couple of uh, master gardeners joining us today. We have Lynn Helmer. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and then Penny Shaw. Hello. Hey, good morning. I was, I was pretty impressed how you figured us. out which one was Penny after you saw which one was Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. She seems to be quick that way. So, whipping back and so, forth. So they're from Champaign County Master Gardener Group here. And they're on today because we have the garden walk coming up in two weeks right two weeks from today yes i'm so glad we can have it this year yes i am too i missed it we've been planning it since um 2019 we've been planning (laughs) for 2020 we had a theme 2020 vision and before you knew it it um was gone (laughs) (laughs) so how much of the planning from 20 for 2020 which didn't happen how much of that same theme is we happening now, or did you have well, to just we, totally start from scratch? We, we started from scratch, but we still had the gardens lined up. Okay. So the homeowners, for the most part, have been preparing for three years. Wow. Wow. Yes. So in some ways, this should be bigger and better than ever. You bet. In terms of show. <laughs> yes. Certainly. Certainly. Wow. Unless you're a procrastinator. But I don't know any garden gardeners no, who do that. Never. never at all. No, never. never. So or they've changed, yeah, their, they've changed their whole plan in <laughs> the last oh, well, two they years. Well, they're still making changes to their gardens and improving. In fact, one of the gardens decided, because they wanted to make sure there would be good wheelchair or walker access, yeah. they went ahead and put in a concrete walkway. Oh, that's nice. so nice. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. That's incredible. <laughs> Well, in, in a three-year period of time, you could have lost a large tree. You could have gone yes. from a shady garden to a sunny garden. Oh, you know, all kinds of things that. could have happened. Yes, and another, in, uh, yeah, as you, you mentioned that, the one of the gardens just removed a couple of trees and um, changed everything because it used to be shade, yeah. had to move their hostas. Oh. And so always changes going on right up to the to the last time. You know, I meant to grab a ticket on the way here, but of course, in true fashion, we showed up at 30 seconds before the show started. <laughs> and there's always one more thing to get done out there before we, yeah. before we come on. So I haven't even looked at the, 
the addresses or anything like that. Are they all in Champaign-Urbana proper? Are they scattered through the uh, through the county? There, we've, we have, we have there, yeah, they're um, Champaign-Urbana proper and right. one in Savoy. Okay. So really, from a drive standpoint, it's going to be pretty yes, simple. Yes, it's yeah, five yeah. minutes to 15 minutes from garden yeah. to garden. Yes. Yeah. We, how, have, how we have in the past. We've had them um, two in Philo. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and Muhammad's yeah. been yeah, on. Yeah, and St. Joe. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it, it's a little bit more of a drive sometimes, but mm-hmm. this is pretty darn easy mm-hmm. when it's all right here in town. Yes. And the master and the, the idea garden, of course, is always on there, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and when people say, well, how do I get started? I always recommend one of two things. Either come out here and get a ticket, because we've got plenty of them, and we'll have them even the morning of the walk, and then you'll see the addresses on the ticket, or go to the idea garden, yep. one or the yes. other. Yes. And those are two good ways to get started well and this year at the idea garden um we're doing some um mini seminars um quite a bit of education we've really beefed up the education opportunities at the idea garden in general lots of signage and that kind of thing but this year we're doing some uh pruning you know so people can learn how to prune their boxwoods without chopping off the tops and killing them there you go. and yeah. <laughs> um, how to read a plant label um we have a rosarian rosarian in um the rose garden that's going to be available for questions and nice. do things that's, so that's really gonna, awesome yeah yeah penny you talked about the plant labels that mm-hmm. that is how uh one thing how i like to educate the customers yes. here it's uh, so so easy. They've they've have so much more information now than they ever had before the past few years, which is it's just crucial. So so yeah, that's pretty that's pretty cool. And well, can, and go ahead. And with the plant labels, we've actually I'm actually presenting that, but we've called it um, plant labels, not just a pretty picture. So I think <laughs> that's and, and that's what people do. You know, they look at the picture and oh, I really like that. And if there's room, they'll often have a link or a QR code that'll lead you to even more information Mm -hmm. or more pictures of how it might be used in the landscape uh, to give more. So, okay, Champaign County Master Gardeners. Any idea how long the group has been around? How many years? 1995. Isn't that when the Idea Garden started? Yeah, and that's also when we had our first First garden garden walk. Okay, so obviously... Going on, and do you remember what year you were a host, John? Uh, oh, 2008. 2008, yes. Mm. So fairly early on in the process, and Marianne was probably, I'm gonna I think guess she's one, been a couple times. Yeah, and I'm going to guess she might have been one of the earlier ones within yeah. that first five or seven years probably yeah. mm-hmm. for for a host. And so besides the garden walk, I mean, you guys do so many things in the community. <gasps> That year I didn't ra- even realize. Year-round. Oh, really? Yeah. And and I think maybe, can we just spend a little bit of time on that? Because I think the more people know what you do. Yeah, the more people want, might want to become a master gardener. Become a master gardener, which would be a great point. Or know why the garden walk is so important because it's supporting so many things. Absolutely. And um, I don't, I've. I've heard comments um, over the years about, oh, well, Master Gardeners, it's just a name. But actually, it isn't. You know, Master Gardener goes through um, training, through the extension. We have to have continuing education units um, every year and so many volunteer hours. Um, There are several community gardens um, in Champaign-Urbana. 
one of them at the crisis nursery that started out as a sweet little flower garden for the children there. And it's morphed into a really nice community type garden. They have a good sized vegetable garden for that for the area they have and pre-COVID and all of this information is going to be pre-COVID of course but um, they sold the, uh, they donated the fruit the fruits and vegetables from that garden to the families um, they had sometimes there were little cooking classes how to make salsa that kind of thing they do that also at the juvenile detention center um, they work with the kids that are there um, and again, pre-COVID, there were education on, on how to use those vegetables. Some of those kids never even had some of the vegetables they grew. So that's a dedicated group of master gardeners because you have to have clearance and that kind of thing. Um, there is Ying Ying's Garden um, on campus. Oh. Um, so that's um, was planted and is now maintained by a master gardener. Oh, where else? That's lovely. Senior yeah. grow boxes. Senior grow boxes. Uh, why on the fly? And we're um, one of our master gardeners heads up um, has headed up in the past a little garden over at the Champaign Park District, um, teaching kids how to grow and start seeds and that kind of thing. That's cool. It is. Again, 3569397 is our phone number, or you can text 351-5357 if you'd like to talk to either one of our guests, Penny Shaw or Lynn Helmer, with the Master Gardeners. Did I? No, you got it right. Oh, got God. The yeah, person. the names are right. You're just looking at the wrong people. <laughs> well, I, I, got you back. Too bad you guys again. both aren't sitting on this couch. Yes, yeah. that would and make that it way it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> It's radio. <laughs> and, and, and next Saturday, if they both join us, they'll be wearing wigs or disguises. Yes. We'll just throw you totally off. We'll put our name really tags on them, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the Champaign County Master Gardener Garden Walk is next. Is not next Saturday, but two Saturdays from now then. It's uh, June, June 18th from 9 to 4. Okay, and if you don't know where to get started, if you haven't gotten a ticket yet, and we have tickets available here at Prairie Gardens, it's available in other, in other garden centers and at the extension office and whatnot too. But you can come out here and get a ticket. It has a map. Um, if they wanted to look online on your website, could they see the addresses of the gardens? Um, that way yes, too? and they can also look online and order will call tickets as well. Okay, all right. And you can get the tickets at, uh, the, idea at garden, the Idea Garden on the day of Garden Walk. Be and how there. much are they? Yeah. Ten dollars. That's wonderful. Um, until the day of event. If you wait until the day of the event, it goes up to twelve. Okay. That's and fair. if you think about how many gardens are on the walk this year? Six private gardens okay. and two public gardens. And, and you think about it. I mean, if you don't have a lot of time, you can at least see one or two. Mm -hmm. But if you have, you know, a half a day or or more you could just take it all in so it's pretty cheap entertainment and education for the for the money yes and inspiring i mean you get to walk around and see what the different types of ideas that people come up with yeah not only you know just to make it look beautiful but also dealing with the different conditions that their land may give them well i think one of the things that's unusual this year on garden walk is that all of these gardens are maintained by the owners of the property. 
So I've heard from people saying, well, it would be nice if I could see a garden that I could actually do myself, not something that's so pristine that it's mm. impossible. Right. And all of these gardens are managed and designed by their by their own. Which I think is a great point because sometimes you see gardens that are just incredible and that maybe the scale or the level of maintenance or whatever, it's just not realistic for yeah. a lot of homeowners. But I think that's a good point to know that. Mm-hmm. I could do this too, for example. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think uh, your choosing of the six different ones, you know there's going to be a diversity of all different types of, of uh, ideas. And that's the fun part <laughs> of participating. An interesting mm-hmm. feature, though, John, and we didn't plan it this way, is that of the six gardens, five of them have a water feature. Wow. And um, we have one pond, well, I want one place with a pond that's 50 feet in length and um, circulates 10,000 gallons of water. So that's the largest one. And um, yeah, something very peaceful about the water. Absolutely. Three years notice, if you didn't have a pond three years ago, you could have done it. (laughs) 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 Things could change. Oh, I'll do this. I'll add that. I'll add that. Again, these people have had three years to plan and prepare. So has the Master Gardener Group been out giving them a hand here the last week or so, just tidying up? And is that coming up still? Here's another part. Because these people maintain their own gardens, we've had very little need for garden angels. Okay. And um, they've all, all but one of them has needed a garden angel. Wow. That's that's (laughs) That's pretty pretty phenomenal. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they should give... Garden angels in arrears, so maybe the year after the garden walk, <laughs> yeah. should provide garden But we well, have we have plenty of garden guides who will be mm-hmm. on hand June eighteenth, mm-hmm. and um, they'll be there to guide you around, to answer questions, or just to talk or talk with you. That's oh, great. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, and you know the idea garden, it'll just be swarming with activity because there are oh. vendors there, and of course um, each section of the garden, and there are thirteen sections to the idea garden, and wow. um, between eight and nine thousand square feet, making it the largest idea garden in the state. So there's all sorts of information there. We can, you know, we can look things up for you. We can talk about plants. And really, if you see a plant at a garden and then you want to tell us what it was or show us a picture, we can help you with that too. That's awesome. That's great. Gardening advice available for your own garden (laughs) on the garden walk, which is good. That's great. Cool. I I think it's just a great day of uh, sharing ideas and, mm-hmm. and camaraderie of amongst gardeners the, that uh, and you get to to talk with so many different people and and see so many things mm-hmm. that gosh why didn't I think of that you know yes it's also uh, it's nice to have something to do with my spouse where it's out of the ordinary you yes. know uh, and just to stroll about people's beautiful yards and gardens getting different ideas and just having the opportunity to chat yes. mm-hmm. and spend some time together you know that's interesting because um in garden walks past we've ended up with those homeowners becoming master gardeners or friendships actually being forged between the chairs of those gardens and the homeowners. I and can see that. it's really, yeah, it, it's, and you know, something else I think maybe your listeners um, should realize is that this is the Master Gardener's one and only fundraiser. 
We exist entirely on donors and donations. So when you see the gardens and you see everything, no, that's not necessarily um, the university paying us for all that those plants. I mean, we are out there volunteering our hours and um, trying to make money to buy all those beautiful plants. Any idea how many tickets uh, you're hoping to sell? Well, um, a good year would be anything over a thousand tickets. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. we hit one year where I believe we sold around 1,200 yeah. tickets. Which is huge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and if you think about and say it, you know, at ten bucks a whack for a ticket. Mm-hmm. You guys stretch that so far. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you think, well, that's a lot of money, but you think, okay, everything you guys do for the community over the course of a twelve-month period of time, and you're doing it on, you know, if you're fortunate, you know, twelve thousand dollars, right? Yes. You know, uh, so that would be the budget. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, and. Um, I'll probably get corrected on this when I go to the garden after this radio show. But um, I think just the idea garden alone is 5,000 volunteer hours in a season. Wow. And that's just one garden. Yeah. So One big one garden. Big garden. <laughs> but still. I haven't walked through it yet this year, but just driving up and down Lincoln a couple times and just glancing over. Uh, it just looks phenomenal right now. It looks just <laughs> looks so so incredible, so inviting. Well, I think um, really during COVID, that was we were all we couldn't be out there. The U of I didn't allow us out there, and we didn't get in there until July, and then we had to only have ten people and eight thousand square feet. So, um, but we were actually all of us shocked and really proud that even without the maintenance. It looked good. Yeah. It really Aww. did. That's great. Well, mulch is your friend. <laughs> Perennials are your friend. There they you don't go. take the water that annuals do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, I even just now learned something. I didn't realize that the Master Gardeners are in charge of the Idea Garden. I just assumed oh, yeah. the U of I did uh, it. Yeah. No, that's their home base. Uh, what is nice, too, that just south of that is the Hosta, kind of a yeah. Hosta garden. Yes, and that's on the garden walk. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. And yes. then just south of that would be mm-hmm. Japan House. Yes. Mm-hmm. And oh, and the, the beautiful bridge. And yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Looking well, and weather to like today, it just makes you. I, I assume you've ordered this weather for two weeks from today. Um, it's did on you order. get the order in? I Penny? didn't. Uh, oh no. Okay. I, I would. Oh hurry, no. I Major procrastinator. John. I, I, I would hurry up. I would hurry up and book <laughs> I, I, it before it it runs out. But. We have had some pretty interesting weather. We've lost tents and major storms. Yeah. We've oh, been yeah. so hot that we've had fans on people. And um, you'll you'll literally be rain or shine unless yes. it's crazy lightning yes. kind of thing, right? Yeah, and really we go inside the house till lightning's over because yeah, and then this and is get important. Back out there. Yeah, yeah, this is important. <laughs> Cool. All right. Anything else you guys want to throw in? Throw in here. And so Champaign County Master Garden Garden Walk, two weeks from today. Mm-hmm. And you can get tickets here. You can get tickets at the Idea Garden. Uh, starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. Yes. And goes till 4 in the afternoon. Yes. Tickets are only $10. So will you guys join us next Saturday? Yes. To talk Absolutely. about it again? I have sure. a whole list of things we haven't covered. Perfect. Oh, great. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> Thank you both. Excellent. Thank you, Lynn. Thank, Thank you, Penny. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Penny. She said, She's got it covered. <laughs> looking at them. 
<laughs> oh, too funny. This is Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. You can uh, join in by calling 356-9397 or texting 351-5357. Okay, Mr. Color Man. <laughs> You're going yellow chartreuse, and you got the contrast of these crazy salvias oh my gosh next well, to it can you uh tell I did me a, what caught your eye this morning i did a shopping trip <laughs> yeah so so first off we have uh proven winners has this fabulous salvia this one's called rockin fuchsia that's a salvia yeah oh wow yeah that is yes Brian, it's rockin you have any hummingbirds fuchsia. hiding on that card well and then of course i brought the classic black and blue which is one of the most phenomenal blue and fantastic large salvias. And the, on both wow. of these guys, the flowers are just breathtaking. And, uh, yes. the, but the foliage texture and color is just outstanding as well. And, and just really is a nice complement to anything else you might put in the container. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so these would be classified as the thriller, right? So sure. these are going to be the taller, sure. upright, showy plants. Um, get to be pretty good size. Absolutely. And hummingbirds love them. It's what do you mean by pretty good size? Well, because they're already these like will a be foot and up half, to 18, 18 inches, two feet, easy. Yeah. So, uh, and these are excellent to pop into the garden too. Especially, I always used to like to to uh, when I had my vegetables. I always like to add a spot for some color. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. To make it the vegetable garden pretty as well. And I'm sure the pollinators. Absolutely. Are kind it's of a like, pollinator Ooh. magnet. <laughs> yeah. So a whole series from proven winners of of dahlias or dahlinas. That I just can't. is like a deep merlot almost. Yeah, that's about as maybe a little the, more purple. It's about the deepest purple color i could possibly imagine uh with a yellow center pretty mm-hmm. cool but you got what maybe eight colors of dahlias oh, ten yeah. colors of dahlias that are yeah. just in that group alone so these are nice large plants with many many buds and flowers on them so pretty cool and then you got a couple specials out there too you got we uh, do we had a whole new shipment special buy of those 50 count impatient so if you didn't get some earlier or you didn't uh see the colors you want we brought in a whole new group and Guess wow. what the price is on those? What? You probably saw the information, but seven ninety seven. See, they're normally nineteen, like you know, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. A flat of fifty impatience for eight bucks. It's pretty. That's pretty cheap. Pretty fifty cheap. plants for yeah. eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a screaming deal while they last, and you know, we have hundreds, but we don't have thousands. So there's nothing like uh, one of the the the, the impatience. When you have shade, because you are starved for flowers or blossoms, and this just screams. They just keep going and keep yeah. going. Yep. As far as yep. flowering, yes, and spreading, and ugh, I've never been sorry by getting impatience. And then you've got some ten-inch pots of uh, some hanging baskets of impatience. We do. I guess how much those are, Tamara? You saw that one. How much are the? I'm excited about that one. How much are those, Mr. Brown? Three ninety-seven. I love that. A, a hanging basket full of impatience, and only three ninety-seven. I'm there. That's gonna grow and fill up, and 
There's a couple good coupons on some other plants at prairiegardens.com if you want to check that out or on Prairie Gardens Facebook that are worth uh, visiting. And uh, we've got some more specials that are arriving sometime today, but I don't know if it'll be later on this morning or this afternoon, but we've got some gallon Chef Jeff uh, veggies uh, for three ninety seven for huge pots. We've got some red, white, and blue hanging baskets coming in for six ninety seven. Oh, good! And some ten inch pots of zonal geraniums. Scream and deal at eleven ninety seven. Normally twenty six ninety nine. So they'll be showing up sometime today. I just don't know exactly exactly what yeah. time. So it should be available for tomorrow for sure. Oh, for sure tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. I'll try and get us send a text out and see if we can have an update on that truck here. In the meantime. good. So. Lots of, lots of cool things going on. The gardening season is far from over. I mean, if you're like most of us, you're just you're just getting to some things now that maybe you would normally have gotten if done a few weeks ago, right? In yeah. a normal in a normal year. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I even talked to people yesterday. Well, I haven't even started my vegetable garden. You know, I'm just I'm just getting it started now. Yeah. So, okay. Good. I'm glad I'm not the only one then. So yeah, we're all a little bit behind. Yeah, okay, good. Especially with the weeds. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, I've been pulling a few of those. But that's all right. You know, it's just all part of the game. I haven't had any really major uh, major critter uh, alerts this week. Uh, had a couple of people still with some of the soft fly on roses. But, oh. uh, I'd say overall it's been... And I don't know why, but it seems like that hasn't, some of the typical things early in the spring, or not early in the spring, but in the spring, haven't been too much of a factor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, people with slugs on their hostas. Uh, you know, you can, it's it's real easy to identify that, uh, just the way the they make the cuts on the edges and, and uh I thought you would say like the glittery slime well, that they leave <laughs> that behind. That's true as well. The lovely yeah. trail. Yeah, yeah. But okay, little bites on the leaves, and and it, what do you do then? Do you put, uh, I don't know, a bowl of beer out? Well, I think that's a I've waste of beer. Different. You know, <laughs> you should drink it instead. Okay. So, <laughs> you, you can do that. What what the idea behind that is? Uh, they are attracted to it, and then they drown. So it's like a flat bowl. Uh, there's a couple of products that uh, is a granular that you can put underneath the plants and creates a barrier for barrier. them. Yep, yep. Just kind of discourage them. Yeah, and there's different ones out there, but uh, there's one in particular we'd recommend when people come in, and so in our opinion, a little bit safer for the the homeowner, the gardener, safer for kids, safer for pets. So. Yep. Good. Can rec- yeah. recommend some things that'd be very effective for that yeah uh what else I, we have more combo planters out there uh i mean oh, yeah. there's just so much incredible stuff i think there's almost as much color now as there was two weeks ago and three weeks ago we're just loading up fresh yeah. and fresh and fresh so easy looking, yeah looking whether really uh you want to design your own container uh we can certainly assist you with that and or we have so many phenomenal ones that are already just planted, and you don't mm-hmm. even have to think about it. Just driving by, you have some beautiful ones in the front of the store. The the ones with blue flowers in them, what are those blue flowers? Because I didn't think they aren't lobelia, because they're, they're a little bit larger than that. 
Oh. Am I catching you off guard? There may be some verbena. That's what I, I was just going to verbena. In some of those verbena containers. Verbena comes yeah. in yeah. blue? Yeah. Verbena comes in virtually any color uh, that's available. I mean, there's orange, there's salmon, there's strawberries, there's reds, pinks, blacks, there's blue, obviously. Blue is What's the special one, though. Actually cool Something about, about that blue particular planter, it has, uh, it has a cool salvia plant in it that's going to be... Uh, red red blossoms. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So yeah, I, it has uh, it has a red, white, and blue theme. Because right? it's yeah, because it's yeah. Uh, uh, also kind of a chartreuse colored foliage. That's the one I think you're talking about. That sounds right. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Very stunning. So, um, so okay, the petun the petunias impatience you can get a flat for 50 of 50 for 797 10 inch hanging baskets of impatience for 397 yeah. uh, while they last uh, again lots of other good specials throughout the store with coupons at prairiegardens.com more and more things are coming in today uh, that'll be on special as soon as they hit the hit the parking lot uh, so Again, this cool. uh, just the perennials alone. It's, it's There's so the the selection of perennials is the best that we've had all season. Yep, right absolutely. Um, again, it's this is this is perfect weather, perfect conditions, um, ideal to go out there and work. And then it sounds like we'll all get rewarded with some more rain this coming week. Yep, which oh, we could actually use. We actually need it without yeah. too much, hopefully. No. Okay, I have an interesting bit of trivia that you might find uh, uh, interesting. Thus, being interesting, no, <laughs> they found the world's largest plant. It really? is uh, just off the coast of Australia. It is three times the size of Manhattan. Uh, it's a huge mass of seagrass, and they think that it all started from one seed, four thousand and five hundred years ago. Hmm. Isn't that cool? Wow. I mean, it's kind of overwhelming to imagine. Well, they always say if it's in the wrong place, it's a weed. Could you imagine <laughs> thinking that's in the wrong place? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, we've got to get some people working on this. That's <laughs> even just more than I can even uh, imagine. Yeah, that's just it. It's uh, almost unfathomable to think of a, one plant growing to be the size of three times the size of Manhattan Island, so... Yeah, there you go. Okay. Was I right? Was it interesting? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I personally find what he's got in front of us more interesting. Oh, absolutely. Just from a color standpoint. I just figured I, I'd oh, do a nice I, little but, yeah, break. Now, I have a question for Mr. John here. Yes. Did you even think about what you were pulling, or did you just start reaching for it because they coordinate so well? Um, I have a little bit of a theme in my back of my head, but not always. I mean, if you if I just look at the salvia variety here, and again, that's the which one? That's not the unplugged. That's a rock and rocket fuchsia. Rocket fuchsia, yeah. um, incredible. And just the way that even looks with this dahlia. Yeah. I mean, it's close enough yeah. in color. It's just a little bit different, but yeah. it's close enough. You can see some of that same uh, deep pink almost inside the petals of that dahlia. But just the and the texture differences in the foliage and the flower shape just. Those would be incredible. Mm -hmm. I love uh, dahlias as cut flowers. Yeah, I can see why. Especially if I don't have a lot of time to spend outside, Mm. bring it in. Lovely. And they they actually hold up really pretty well. Good. 
So how much sun would that uh, for Japanese forest grass take? I know it'll tolerate shady conditions well, but... Uh, it'll do morning sun really well. Yeah. Just I mean, not that really super hot temperature. afternoon. And do you have a Sun King Aurelia? What I else do you have? I do. Well... <laughs> You know, but I always shop for shade, for me. <laughs> but and that's okay because I've heard some feedback that people really appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but in the shade, you want something that's really going to stand out. Yes. This plant is called Sun King. It's Aurelia, and it can reach two to three feet high and two to three feet wide. Can so. go. Not you too know, overwhelming. I like that. Half day sun to to uh, full shade. But the color of it mm-hmm. is so phenomenal that it just really stands out. It's just... Beautiful, light, bright green. What do you call it? Chartreuse, lime, lemon lime, or there's kiwi. There's so many, so many... Different hues. Yeah. And if if that was a different color if it was just a deeper green it wouldn't catch my eye anywhere near as much but because of the chartreuse color it screams mm-hmm. and then you add that to the texture and you start imagining that mixed in with other more traditional shady plants whether it's hostas or whether it's the japanese forest grass that you have or the stilby or pulmonaria or anything else yeah. Yeah. that foliage texture is just a great added value it is really really cool it it, it can also create a focal point where you might need, need, uh, you know, something that stands out. Mm. So it's just perfect for that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yes, definitely. See, now the grass, I thought it was lemongrass. Uh, and that, again, is beautiful. Like some chartreuse in there, but some yellows. I could see and why. And it isn't lemongrass. I could, no, no. And I could, it, it doesn't look at all like lemongrass, but I could see just if you have that name in the back of your head how you would see that because of the color. Thank you. <laughs> and, and say, well, that must be lemongrass because it's almost lemon yellow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now I could see that. And it's grassy. And it's grassy. And but it's grassy. it was what again? Japanese? It's Japanese forest grass. Forest grass. Hakanakloa. Uh, this one's called All Gold. There's another one that's Oriola that's got stripes in it. Green. So uh, it almost has, if you look at the the stems it it grows about 18 inches to max two feet but it almost looks like a bamboo structure on the stems yeah the way the the leaves come out and how would that look in the winter time is that is that an annual no it's a perennial okay very reliable too yeah absolutely um and i'm impressed at how it can take a little bit of dryness which good is important under big trees. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing you'd want to leave it and not trim it going into winter. So I leave it just for interest. texture over the winter. Yeah. Just something to look at. And then early in the spring, I usually cut it back. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, I'm not, uh, I'm getting a little more into hostas. I used to think, oh, I used to buy hostas shade, for yeah. for the the leaf shape and color uh because i guess that's kind of in my design background i don't know why um but i'm sure a lot of people there's a couple that kind of caught my eye you know after a while some of the some of the 
the, you can't really see all the nuances of how different the 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 veining is on the leaves, and that's you know mm-hmm. all about it. Mm-hmm. But this one we just got is called Rainbows End. Oh, it's not a big one. It's going to be about ten ten or twelve inches okay. high and wide, but but it's a great little accent that it's got that again that chartreuse lime center and then the margins are dark green and then there's a little bit of stripes and a narrow leaf narrow leaf as Mm -hmm. opposed to the wider and lanceolate yeah exactly and lance like and that's why it's attractive to me as well because you can tuck it in along next to actually i just planted these two the aurelia and this rainbows in together as a little and what's this other one you have here this one it's pretty. It's awesome. a lance leaf, also. It's called Munchkin. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, well, I'm guessing that's Munchkin Fire is what it is. Yeah. So it's a little guy too. Oh my goodness! And I'm looking at the picture. The tips are so very yellow when it's mature. Yeah, it's got a lot of yellow in it. It does, and I mean, and just even now in its youth, it's it's a beautiful, yeah, kind of a chartreuse and uh, and a lime on view. But that's it. It almost tends to go to yellow, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Munchkin fire hosta. Yeah. So those are all out in greenhouses um, six and seven. Yes, sir. So we have tons of again, like Marianne said last week or the week before. You know, arguably our best selection of hostas ever. It uh, is this it, year. A lot of a lot of cool names that I've never seen before, which is kind of exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can understand yeah. that. Neat. So on the 50 count impatience, back to that, one of the many specials going on right now for 7.97 for 50 plants. Did you get the full spectrum of colors in on the assignment? Yeah, there's red, white, mix, pink, some salmon. Beautiful deep pink that so. you brought here to the show. Yeah. Okay, so it's a screaming deal. And the hanging baskets are largely more of a pinkish purple color yep there may be a few others mixed in out there and you sold quite a few yesterday we did yeah i know they just sent out the email yesterday about well three dollars and 97 something cents. like that yeah it's That's like, a no-brainer yeah <laughs> just while they last again they're not going to be around hopefully too much longer because we'll we got we use the space for other stuff we've got uh, right. so many other hanging baskets out there we've got more ferns coming in uh, next week, we have a whole other tropical truck coming in next Thursday, so it takes a couple of days to get everything unboxed and processed and labeled and all that stuff, so it's a lot of work, mm. but uh, the selection of houseplants will be over the top yeah. by the end of next week. I'm you excited and about Linda that. and Susan all chose some cool things, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up, um, anything else this week from a gardening standpoint? Real quick, um, I'm just curious. Yeah. The um, the hanging basket of impatience. If I wanted to transplant that, yes. Then how? How? I mean, it would really kind of. Are you going to put it in a larger hanging basket, or you put it in a pot, or in the ground? Yeah, let's do a, a larger container at first, or I'm, even in the ground. Yeah. Well, if I was going to do them in the ground, it, of course, want to add a lot of organic matter to to the soil, so it's nice and loose and stuff like that. So, okay, um, I think you could go that route. But if as far as putting it into the ground, I personally wouldn't bother. I would buy the flat of fifty, yeah. and, and do that to okay. fill in the space more f- cost effectively. I think. Okay. Um, but if I wanted to put that in a larger container, I'd step it up into nothing smaller than a say a fourteen inch pot. Nice. It's in a ten inch right now. Give it a couple extra yeah. inches of room to. 
yeah. to grow and expand, and it'll reward you nicely. It'll it'll fill that in quite nicely. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes in the shady areas, you can get by with a little bit smaller pot than you would if it was out in the sun, just from a watering stress requirement standpoint. So, oh, right. uh, if it was a a sunny hanging basket, I would probably recommend going to a 16 inch or larger if you could. Uh, but because it's in the shade, I think if you had to go at 12, preferably maybe a 14, you'd still be able to keep up with the watering just fine. Excellent. Okay. All right. Now we're going. You wanted to bring up what what's been going on in the store this past week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the questions really have been just all over the board. We're still getting. I mean, you uh, mentioned the white fly, which I can understand. It was. Uh, on, on roses, the soft light, soft, soft soft light larvae. Oh, White fly aren't yeah. really a factor yet. Oh, uh, so those, those will be later. Yeah. So, but overall, not too many insect problems. Not really, uh, by no. and large, and no. really not much of any lawn disease problems or anything like that so far. Yep. Uh, so, you know, there's a honeymoon period going on with with a lot of those things. Yeah. I think a lot of <laughs> questions about, uh, oh, I'm going to start with some raised bed gardens, or I'm going to uh, I want to start with some new pots. You know, which potting soil do you ma- recommend? Yeah. Where this, that. And, yeah. you know, we've got a really good one still out there from uh, Coast of Maine. That's my favorite one this year. Uh, just from a tilth structure standpoint, you can just tell by running your hands through it. And if you look at the active ingredients with the earthworm castings and everything else they have going on, that the plants are going to perform in that better than virtually any other potting mix out there on the market. Yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of recommending that and then you have some people say well but i've i've got it in existing soil and it's pretty good i just want to freshen it up a little bit and then we pretty much just go into the mushroom compost or something like yeah. that yeah. so there's there's a a solution that we can provide for just about any condition based upon what the person wants to put into it energy wise money wise time wise yeah um, I, I have people coming in they they purchase uh uh, raised bed online, and then it gives you this uh, mixture of concoctions to what to what to put into it. And I'm just like, no, let's go, let's go to the raised bed soil, or or you know, or there's another solution for it. So that's a better so, solution, absolutely, than, than yeah. what one person put online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, that's what's scary. You you might have somebody say, oh, add a bunch of sand and whatnot. And, in here in central Illinois, where we have such a heavy soil, and it's heavy because there's a lot of clay in the soil, even though it's a good soil, uh, if you add sand to our soil, you typically are going to come up with a big problem. Mm. It'll just harden the soil it's even like concrete. Like concrete. So, yeah. so you're much better off adding organic material to the soil to, to help improve it and instead of... So take okay. everything you read with a grain of salt. Yeah, it's, it, it's you know, the Internet is, is a great resource, but... But sometimes there's too much information and a little bit of misinformation too. So just a or little bit makes you makes you confused sometimes if you start reading too much. Yeah, it does. You will definitely find conflicting opinions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You do a little extra surfing. Too I, funny, and I, that's why I enjoy the show. And I think you know because it has been a late start for most gardeners this year with the weather being so cool early on. I think that's one of the reasons that. People almost aren't in that phase of gardening, seeing some of those problems or seeing some of the results, because everybody's still planting. Yeah, yeah, you know? you're right. So again, whether it's perennial, whether it's annuals, whether it's combo pots, where you can just get ideas from them yeah. or place them on your porch or patio and you're done. Uh, and we have a huge selection of trees and shrubs still. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So come on out and see us. We're open till six today. Tomorrow we're at ten to five. And, yep. uh, um, again, more color now probably than what you'd think we've had all year. Thanks, you guys. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live with our experts, Don Weisgarber and Steve Brown, as well as a special thanks to our master gardener guests, uh, Peggy Shaw and Lynn Helmer. Penny Shaw and Lynn Helmer. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leak. We'll have a podcast of the show online later today at WDWS.com. Enjoy your weekend. Hi, we're your Prairie Gardens plant experts. You know, I think one of the things that people forget to think about in the summertime, the heat of the summer, is watering. Also on our annual plants, in our containers and hanging baskets, water is super important. And we should check that in the morning especially. That way they can go into the day being hydrated. And not just the annuals we've planted this spring, but any of those trees and shrubs that we've just planted, they can just go wilty. Come to Prairie Gardens, Springfield and Duncan, Champaign.